Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby? To save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everyone and welcome to The, the Big, Big Ones! Each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be complicated to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force <laughs> you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Well, you like what you see? Reka, Reka Shankar. 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 You know, I, I feel you, though, because I've got Blasucci, and it's that's my last mm. name, and it is... Blasexy. What does your phone say, Amanda? Oh my, Blasexy. Ooh, that might <laughs> but be that's nice. Not, but that's not wrong. <laughs> that's not wrong. Well, I actually went back because Reka, I met Reka when she was on an episode of Filling the Void where Carrie Kenny um, interviewed you about uh, being a master punner. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to listen to this to see how Carrie said it. And Carrie said it wrong. Well, she said Shankar. So... Here's a little side thing. I said Shankar my whole life. And then only in the last like couple <laughs> years have I, I've always known it's wrong, but that just because it's easier in a predominantly white classroom to just say Shankar, I would just say that. <laughs> and then it just occurred to me like a couple years ago, I'm like, uh, I have like a forward facing like internet presence. I might as well just start saying my name correctly. So I switched over. So it's not crazy that people don't know because <laughs> I myself okay. have been saying it wrong forever. But from here it's on like, out, it's, it's shonk, shonker. Shonker, yeah. Shonker. Shonker. Shonker, almost like bunker. Or okay, like yonkers. <laughs> shonker. Shonker. Um, but it's like Ryan Felipe is really Ryan Philippi, but I can't say Ryan, Ryan Philippi. Philippi. It just, I can't do that. That's not right to And me. that's a name it I got to say every day. So that's tough. I know. <laughs> well, it's three part times, of my morning. Three times when you're looking in the yeah. mirror, your morning affirmations. <laughs> Well, thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, We're so, so excited. Uh, I've already mentioned Reka's a, a pun, a punner, <laughs> but she's also a writer and an actor. Um, anything else I'm missing? Do you identify as a comedian? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> awesome <laughs> and how are you holding up Rika? I'm okay I mean some days I think this is probably everyone's answer but some days are better than others like some days it's yeah. kind of like oh just a nice day at home where I cooked and you know just did whatever and maybe I was productive and then some days it's like wow this is hell I feel awful <laughs> I have no like prospects on the horizon to look forward right. to and like all those yeah. sort of artificial or like external motivators like a new gig or like seeing friends or whatever <laughs> are gone I know. yeah 
That's the hardest but you know part what makes... is not to have like a dinner to yeah, listen to. Yeah, it really like. <laughs> but you know yeah. what makes me feel good though is knowing we're all on an even playing field yes. now. Because if mm-hmm. I don't have any prospects, neither do yes. you. Do you know totally. what I mean? I mean so truly. like, <laughs> so I don't have to feel so bad that no one's calling yes. because no one's being yes. called. But when I do hear random like actor friends be like, yeah, I turned in a self tape. It is like so deeply perplexing to me. I'm like, who... <laughs> when why what is it what could mm-hmm. possibly be casting right now except a commercial that you shoot in your house by yourself <laughs> that's but, what i did yeah, i yeah. did a commercial audition via zoom wow i didn't get it damn. they didn't they didn't like it damn <laughs> they got one look at it and they said no thanks wow the desperation yeah. was palpable so we like to start off the show asking our guests if they have any little moral dilemmas that are plaguing their minds. Do you have any? Yeah, I thought about one with like regards to like when you're going on a walk or something and you see people not wearing masks. And like, mm. so uh, my birthday was a month ago and two of my friends came by and they dropped off lunch for me, which was so sweet. And then they sat like 10 feet apart in front of my apartment And then I sat across the sidewalk from them, like, another six or seven feet apart. And we ate lunch, like, very distant from each other. Mm -hmm. But a woman was walking on the sidewalk in between us. So she was not then the safe six feet because of us. So she scolded Mm us. And at first it was like, (sighs) but I was like, she is right. Uh She is right to call out that, like, by the way we've positioned ourselves, anyone who walks on the sidewalk will not have a safe distance. So then I moved up to my, like, bedroom and just talked with my friends out of my window. (laughs) And and even though I'm not the type to scold, she did get me to change my behavior. So it makes me wonder Mm. with, like, people I see that are, like, not wearing masks or whatever, like, do I say something? Or do I not? <laughs> so what Can did you she give, say to you? Yeah, that's what she I was going to ask. What, give us an impression yeah. of like her tone too, yes. please. She I was on a jog and she was like, hey, this is not cool, guys. I can't get through. Oh, my God. What a big sister. Was she wearing a mask? Yes. Wow. wow. Yes. And we were all wearing I mean, masks too. I wasn't even eating yet. I, I, I didn't want to eat outside, so I kept my mask on the whole time. And what was your response? Uh, we said, oh, sorry. And then I, <laughs> I went inside. <laughs> you ran away. Yeah, and I ran away. I <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's, you know, I'm kind of taken aback by this because I'm not, as much as I love confrontation, I hate confrontation. Yeah. I hate telling people I, that I don't know things like that. But that, the way they did it, seems like it was so it was almost like an I got you girl and what that is Reka is on the show we have people write in and tell us about times that they've told people they've got food on their teeth Mm. or something like that and that that's what we called an I got you girl because the nicest way you can say to someone that they're doing something wrong is to say like you've got food on your teeth and then the, the person get embarrassed and then the other person goes I got you, girl. Uh-huh. Like, don't even worry about yeah, it. I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And don't you think that scolding was in the vein of an I got you, I girl? I think so. I think so. Uh, she did run away, so I didn't get to, like, hear if maybe <laughs> she said that as she ran. Um, 
What I like about it and what is making me feel really comforted is that she was not passive aggressive. No. Like it doesn't seem like she was taking anything you were doing personally. She didn't make some snide comment or just kind of mutter under her breath. Instead, she just like clearly said like, hey, not cool, which I really, really, I personally respond to that really well. If some, if she had even tried to say it in like a really nice way, I actually think it would have come across way worse. It was perfect. She did it in the perfect, perfect way. Now, now let me ask you this. If she wouldn't have run away, would it have felt more engaging and more like a attack? Maybe. But the fact that it was like a passing thing. Um, So is it a busy street? Could she have not gone down the middle of the street? It's a busy street. Yeah. So she she's totally in the right. Like now that I am every day more educated on social distancing best practices. And I was doing a pretty good. I I didn't leave my house the first two weeks of quarantine. I didn't go anywhere. Uh, And like then it was like, okay, you're allowed to like go out. I was like, "Mm, but maybe not. Um, So I've been pretty good. Uh, uh, so then having her call that out, I was like, oh, yeah, good point. Like, I don't want to block the sidewalk. In my mind, like, why is anyone out? But, like, yes, of course. Uh, so, yeah, I think I just – I don't have the ability. I feel sometimes to do that. And sometimes, too, like, maybe I give people too much, like, weird benefit of the doubt of, like mm. – you, you know, when you see a group of three people clustered together in front of, like, whatever, a coffee shop or something, and you're like, do you all quarantine together or are you all – right? I don't want to, like, say something and you're like, hey, we're all fucking roommates. And it's like, oh, okay. I mean, well, you still are all congregated on the sidewalk. Uh, Right. Yeah, things like that. I I think because it was directly affecting her. It wasn't like she was noticing something and she was going like, oh, you guys, I can't. It was like she, you were in her path and she was going, this is not cool because it's affecting me. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah, because she wasn't n- making any assumptions, which is where I think you get into trouble. She was literally looking at yes. the facts. Yes, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I the other day, so this is a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been out in a while because I've just been. Well, I've started jump roping. It's horrible. Oh my god, I used to jump it's, rope. I love it. <laughs> it's the hardest thing I've ever done. Even doing it for thirty seconds, I'm like about to throw up. But anyway, so I've started jump roping. So, but before that, I was taking a lot of walks, and um, I live in Pasadena. So sometimes you can walk down sort of like a spiral. St- it's not a spiral stair, <laughs> like wow. a down kind of a cliff. Yeah. But there's um, like. Um, rock stairs built into sort of a, a sloped staircase uh, going down into the Arroyo. And the other day there was a woman sitting there and she, there's only one small path to get down and she had an easel and paint and was painting, but she was blocking the path. And so I kind of like jogged up, like about to go down the stairs. And then I just fully stopped and like ran home because yeah. <laughs> I was I was too scared to confront. But I wish I would have because it probably would have helped, you know, the next person who came along. It's, but yeah. think of how clunky it would have been her trying to pick up her easel and stuff. <laughs> I know. She drops it face down in the dirt. Yeah, that's a really oh. high commitment activity to do in the middle of a path. It's not just like standing. We're <laughs> like, hey, excuse me. It's like, I'm going to like sculpt something here (laughs) I know but I think we all have we should all try to speak up the way that this got you girl yeah yeah 
I just, I need to find it in me because I get so scared that people are going to judge me or I'm going to find out I'm in the wrong. Yes, yeah. Or someone's going to like tell me like, how dare you? And then I'll just be like, I, okay, well, I didn't, I wasn't planning on going any further than just like. Hey, yeah. <laughs> doesn't it feel weird? It almost feels kind of good, like scratching an itch when you get in trouble like that and you know you're wrong. <laughs> like, is it, it kind of feels what? good. What? It does Do you- not feel good. I really literally always feel horrible. <laughs> like, yeah. if I were to ever, like, like in the example I gave, like, be like, so, for some reason gain the courage to be like, hey, can you guys not cluster? Or like, it's not safe. And then they go, we're all roommates. Or like, that's my wife or whatever. I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. And I would feel like shit for the yeah. whole day. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like I would feel horrible dummy. about that too. But when someone reprimands me and I oh, know- Oh, when someone does my hus- to you. To me, I know my husband would say otherwise, but there's something, it doesn't count with like your spouse or your partner right. or whatever. But when it's like a stranger who- tells you you're doing something wrong and and you just know they're right and there's something really satisfying about being like okay sorry and then it's just resolved Mm. because it's not like you have to spiral about it it's like no they were they were correct and now we're just moving on it is the type of thing where like if that happens that is something i will never ever do again because that is such a stinging impression for a stranger to call something out if if uh, if they're in the right uh yeah. <laughs> you have to have such self you have to be so sure of yourself. Yeah. You have to be so like okay with whatever happens after you bring it up is going to be okay and I'm not. Yeah. Like I need if I'm not going to be in control of the situation then I then I'm getting out of there. Well, I would just reminded me a little bit of the time when I was a child. I think I've told this story before but I was I was at a diner with my sister and my mom and I was eating french fries but I was doing something really disgusting where I was dipping the french fries into the ketchup bottle. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> And so, or I think I was kind of just pouring it onto the fries. And the woman um, in the booth in front of us was kind of muttering to her friend, like, oh, that's so disgusting. That's so disgusting. And my mom turned around and said, if you have an issue with my child, you should say it to my face. And I think, I think even though I'm kind of, um, uh, what's the word when you're saying the opposite of what you just said? Contradicting. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm contradicting what I just said because my mom, even though I was wrong and then she, my mom turned to me and said, knock that shit off. Um, it's still her defensiveness of me. Well, like really warmed my heart. And I think that right. is why I'm, I am defensive. Even if you tell me I'm doing something wrong, my first instinct is to get defensive, even though yeah. then I might come around to like, okay, no, they were right. Yeah, no, I am the same yes. way. I'll tell, I'll tell you, no, I'm not. Or I'm not doing that. Or I, you're wrong. And then like two minutes later, I'll be like, yeah, I was wrong. But what about the feeling when someone tells you something and then you do it? Like if someone calls you out for something and you stop doing whatever you're doing and then only after do you realize like, wait, actually nothing was wrong with what I was doing, but I just literally just did what a stranger said to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's hard yeah. too. That's when you're just like a rule follower yes. and your worst fear is getting in trouble. Yes, truly. A man did that to me on the bus once. I was like feeling really sad and like um, I pushed the little button because my stop was next, but I didn't realize that was like the last stop. So he was like, you don't need to push the button. It's the last stop. And I was like, what? 
And I was like almost about to say sorry. And then I like, thankfully I have, because I've done that so many times where I say sorry and there's like no reason to. Uh, and then I was like, but why does it matter? And he's like, it's just, right. it's the last stop. So you don't need to do it. It's like, but I don't understand how that affects you. <laughs> I just got, right. got off the bus. That's good. <laughs> did you say that to yeah, him? Yeah, I did because I was oh, so like wow. sad. Great. I was like, I didn't have the energy to be self-conscious. <laughs> right. Wow, that's the key maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah, that's it. Is We have too much energy <laughs> as like bubbly like girls. Yes. And if we were just like more like torn like yes broken down women yes. that were just like you know what <laughs> who cares yes, truly <laughs> we're people well, pleasers yes yeah that's true so um Rekha, what we do now is we like to ask our um our audience if they'll rate and review the podcast and subscribe to our patreon and we usually ask that if our guests would do it Ooh, okay um, because yeah because they're tired of hearing our voices and so if you can in whatever way you want to to try to manipulate the audience into rating and reviewing the podcast yes okay and what's the patreon like l- link or whatever it's just the big with the patreon the big one okay cool it's only a dollar okay. a month for or two more. bonus episodes okay. or more you could do like 20 Oh, wow. Okay, great. It's either one or 20,000. Guys, if you're liking what you're hearing, just rate and subscribe to this podcast, okay? I mean, come on. You're already like listening to it. You're so close to that button. Just give it some, give it some five stars. Give it a little subscribe. And then if you're so inclined, hop on over to the Patreon page where you can do a dollar subscription. You could do $20,000 if you want. I mean, those are like kind of two extremes, but it's just the big ones on Patreon. So please check it out. That's great. Thanks, and Rika. if you guys don't listen to that, I mean, that was just like, that was like down home goodness. Yeah. That was, that was big sister energy. Yes. Is that yeah. the new big dick energy? Well, it is. And big that's actually, sister. that's a phrase I got from Priyanka because, Aww. uh, Priyanka says that that's what that is what Priyanka has is yes. big sister energy. That's how she likes to tell people what to do, but in a nice way. Yes, that's true. She very much does have that energy. Okay, so well, we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back, we're gonna do the big big hell one. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, we're back. Okay, are you all ready? Yeah. You are a professional athlete who has trained their whole life for a global competition. Your coach tells you that all the other contestants are taking a miracle drug to enhance their performance. Technically, it isn't allowed, but it's in the gray area. Do you partake in order to compete or risk losing everything for your honor? So this is you inspired. You said contestants. <laughs> what did I, I say? That was funny. Contestants. Instead of competitors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're going to sports <laughs> rehearsal. 
<laughs> well, honestly, I was thinking about um, like we could apply this to Reka's punning competitions. Oh, sure. If people <laughs> like are if taking all... like performance enhancing like walnuts or whatever is good for your brain or something. That's what like... sort of drug would do you think enhance your punning? God, I'm like maybe Adderall would make you really focused or like maybe honestly, I have no clue i think you just have to be like already a little a little freaky in the head to do punning <laughs> what is a what is a punning competition what oh, maria you don't even know <laughs> it, it's just insane it's, it's, you need does to it hear go, her where pun. does it happen where does it there's go like, on there's some like, all over the world like i think there's one in oxford uh there's the one i used to do is in brooklyn and then there's an international one in austin texas and you saw when you were at our office, you saw my book of puns by Bennett Cerf, didn't? Did did I think I uh, did? I, I think I maybe showed it to you. Yeah, I don't remember. I, that sounds really familiar. Do you, do you know Bennett Cerf? I don't. He was on this show from the fifties and sixties called What's My Life. Oh yeah, it was a game show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was one. He's like a head publisher of Random House. That's who like the game show um, panel used to be. Was just like elite New York elite. And he just was like loved puns and wrote a whole book wow. about puns. Damn, Didn't you know. win like a blue ribbon for punning about sandwiches? I won, yeah, I won um, f- <laughs> uh, fourth place, which is uh, uh, out of or no fifth place out of like the twenty two competitors or whatever in that thing. And my thing was about sandwiches. Wow. In the, in okay. The well, I'm an international pun if you guys are interested in this, you should listen to her fill in the void episode. <laughs> it's truly, it, it's going to shock you. <laughs> so, so in, 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 in sports, if we can just be completely um, transparent here, some sports people take enhancing drugs. What is it called? Steroids? Steroids. Performance. Yeah. In, performance, performance enhancing drugs drugs and it became such a thing especially in like cycling that it was just the norm to do to do that to like if the number one rider is doing it then how are you ever going to win if you don't do it as well yeah it, it actually it is sort of this like all or nothing thing where if any one person does it it's like sort of doesn't if someone's allowed to do it, it doesn't make sense that everyone else can't because that person will probably win. Um, but yeah, is is it a is it something like like across uh, uh like in an international sport like soccer or um whatever the other ones uh (laughs) like where they make it a rule that you can't or is it like by country or something that they decide let's say it's let's say it's like um the olympics where it's it's across the board illegal but perhaps this is a new drug that's been developed and so it's technically not allowed but you could sort of plead ignorance yeah fuck if I can plead you, ignorance, that's oh, tempting. <laughs> have you all seen the uh, Netflix 
documentary Icarus no. about the mm-hmm. uh, the Russian doping scandal. No. It's yeah. truly insane the lengths that these Russians were going to in order to dope um, and not get caught. Like they had contr- pee contraptions that they would wear so they could do a pee test in front of a witness, but without their pee. Like it was this whole Ocean's Eleven thing. Woof. Yeah, going on. in that regard, because I am a rule follower, and I think also I'm petrified about what drugs do to my body. Uh, I feel like I I would be really, really tempted, but I would probably say no. And then you're going to lose. And then I'll lose, and I'll fucking have my honor and integrity. <laughs> That's the bummer, though, because, like, okay, so say the people that are going to win are always going to win because they're taking these drugs, and then you're never going to win because you don't take the drugs. Yeah. And then let's say you did decide to take the drugs, but then someone that didn't take them was seen as like a hero for not taking them. Yes. Then you'd feel so shitty. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because it's like you gave into it, yes. it instead of standing up for your moral high ground. But then again, what do you get to show for taking the high ground? Nothing. Yeah. Mm. Is it crazy that I'd like to compare this to like Botox and plastic surgery? No. Because I think no, that's fair. In a way, I feel like there's all these beautiful women getting jobs like TV work and stuff. And and it's like but they're all like getting a bunch of plastic surgery like movie stars. You know, just a little shave here, yeah. a little jaw yeah. implant, whatever. And I'm like, is that really fair that you not like but this is like the it doesn't really make sense because the premise is that it's all about your looks. And sometimes it is Yeah, um, like with those network drama shows and stuff. But it's like, can't we just all agree to like, no one's going to get Botox and then we can just all age. <laughs> no, because people want to look at, look at, look at a certain type of person. They've been trained to look at a certain type of person and you try and put something else in front of them and they freak out they freak like you put me on you put me on a network drama and the, the riots will scream no People not if you're the girl back in the office like on a computer like researching the serial killer yeah but the i hacker. only have like one line an episode i i only have like one line <laughs> well i could play the mom the mom of uh, two teenage twins <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I, I mean, I've been very vocal about this before. I never cheated in school or anything like that. And then, you know, it's like I got C's and, and stuff. I didn't do very well. And other people got ahead. And I'm not saying that everyone cheated. But it's like, you know, there's easy ways to do things and get ahead. And then there's, you know, your people like me who you just stay mediocre your whole life because uh, you're not willing to, to take the short, just take the short. I think there is satisfaction, like... You know, if there's something like, oh, something's on the honor system or there's like an optional homework assignment in school or whatever. And like I used to cheat a lot on tests and stuff when I was in elementary school uh, because I had no idea about anything. And then when I went to middle school, I had a complete like 180 where I was like, oh, that's really bad. I am cheating myself. I like very much developed that point of view and was like, you are not going to learn anything Uh, you need to start working hard. And so I started working hard and getting good grades. And I got like vehemently like, like any, if someone was like, oh, can I look at your homework for something? No, I can't. It just makes me feel so bad. And I would always like do those optional assignments and things like on honor system because I was like, I don't want to cheat myself. I want to take every 
opportunity that was handed to me. And if I still beef it, okay, but I can't say I didn't try. Uh, So I have come around on that pretty hard. And I imagine I might, in in the, the scenario where I don't take the drugs, I can have a little bit of a shit-eating grin on my face of self, self-righteousness self of, like, mm. well, I did the work. I, like, yeah. I worked out. I, like, trained right. my body, actually. And I will have that discipline with me forever. <laughs> That's a good point. But it's not an even playing it's field not. at the end of the day because then it's, like, okay, all those people that take those drugs also work out and train yeah. and do all that stuff. It's just that they're now at a level that you couldn't possibly be yeah. at unless you took these drugs. Yeah. So does it become at the end of the day, oh, we're just all getting on the same even playing field? Right. And now what about in a sport like football where they're injecting the guys with whatever they're injecting them with so that they can play through their injuries and their pain? Oh, yeah. Like... Like in general, where are we at on performance enhancing drugs like as a as a thing? Yeah. No, I don't think we should be using <laughs> any drugs for sports. I think it should be it should be and I don't think any I think and it should all be like shirtless and like like no shoes Maria, and stuff. Like everyone just dog. no shoes. I just no shoes. <laughs> You no shoes, foot no shirts. <laughs> yeah, she, skins she's versus got a real skins. foot fetish. I don't think cleats or anything. <laughs> no, no pads. <laughs> no mouth guards. No boxing gloves. No mouth guards. Nothing. It's man on man, woman on Slappers woman. Slappers only. Let's go. <laughs> it's, you know, I, I, I just think that it... For what purpose are we injecting people with this stuff? Well, I don't even understand why we're playing sports, to be honest. Sports are so crazy because it's like, it's funny, like, oh, exercise every day, be healthy. We look at athletes as like, wow, that is peak fitness. But that's actually like being an athlete in most sports is unhealthy because you're you're just – like people are fucking up their knees they're like fucking up their backs cte like getting concussions all this stuff and it's like they're really good at their sport but it almost feels like like i'm a writer it would be like if i was such a good writer but i also like banged my head against a computer because i had to like every day or something it was like slowly cracking right. my skull it's like but she's the best writer and it's like yeah that's how she gets her ideas yeah. out she bangs her head against her computer well what about people like who do say you're in a writer's room yeah. okay like you're it's your first time in a writer's room and it's you and a couple of other staff writers yeah. first timers and three of the s- staff writers are all taking um Adderall yeah and so they're able to like turn around their drafts they'll stay up all night like doing all this work and so they're kind of thriving while maybe you aren't would you would you take the Adderall (laughs) I think in that situation I wouldn't only because it's not even though it is a competition in some ways it's not like a literal competition whereas in the Olympics is sort of like it's like I'm not going to tattle, but like, oh my God, all these other people are taking these drugs and they're going to fucking win and they're going to get all these like sports and like endorsements and all that crap. Like so much money is at stake. And I guess in a job that would be the same too. Like if you couldn't turn a draft around as fast as that guy, you know, maybe you don't get like a promotion or whatever. Like 
but all his jokes would be like nuts because he'd be all like, like no. But he also he up. also gets a joke book. That's part of his performance. And he, yeah, he gets Adderall on a joke. Yeah. Book. <laughs> oh my god, what a nightmare! But would you guys like tattletale? I don't think I could tattle. I think I think it's like I think I do have that kind of like hokey like, hey man, that's on you. Like you gotta tell on yourself because you're you're the one doing it. But yeah, but they're living a lie. They're giving a false representation of like, uh, like Lance Armstrong. Um, um, that's what. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. Like, think of how many kids and stuff he let down when they realized yeah. that he was doping that yeah. whole time. Yeah, I guess drugs really don't pay off in the end. Yeah. Whoa, that's what we've learned. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, agree agree or disagree I mean yeah like Maria that's a really good point too about like kids who like look up to these sports figures and like if you're in the position where like maybe you're the only one that knows that Lance Armstrong is doping do you tell or do you not kind of thing and it's like well who is this for is this for you or is this for like fairness Uh, because like it reminds me of just like parent situations where like if two parents, like, if a mom knows a dad's done something shitty but doesn't tell the kid because it's like, well, I don't want this kid to hate their dad. That is, like, not something mm-hmm. I want to give to them, um, even if I hate him. And it's like, okay, well, I hate this guy who's doping, but all these kids who are, like, blameless, you know, look up to them. Do I really want to, like, ruin that? What if you're doing it for the purpose of, like, getting the game that you're a part of, like, back to the core of it and going like I love this game I love the sport of it I love the the rivalry of like you know real human potential versus other real human potential and you've seen it go so far downhill that you're like I need to do something about this because it's become so systematically problematic right that's when I would maybe say something and, and, and do something. Not to call out a specific yes, person. Yes, I think I wouldn't name names. I'd be like, hey, there's just something like systematic going on here. Yeah. Mm. You take yeah. it to the legislature. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The three branches of Olympic government. I take it to them. Yeah. <laughs> I call my what about Olympic you, senator. Amanda? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... Oh, it's hard for me to... Uh, I wish I had played a sport before so I really could understand <laughs> this, but I'm trying to, like, wrap... The only really competitive thing I've done is, I guess, ballet, and that wasn't really that competitive, but... I mean, in ballet, some girls used gel pads in their point shoes, and then some girls would just raw dog it or use a little lamb's wool. And it's kind of like, if there's no pain, are you really a dancer? Oh, God. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I totally had gel pads, but but it is a kind of like, why, why wouldn't you use the yes. latest te- technology in order to advance the sport like yes are sports meant to evolve and are these drugs um i mean what if the drug was natural what if it was some sort of like made from a plant or something yeah like, like what if it was like a smoothie essentially like is that yeah bad? well you could put anything in a smoothie it's true you can put steroids <laughs> in a smoothie a yeah. Pill. yeah a little pill here a little pill there <laughs> the dance analogy is really interesting yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, does it just because you're doing something sort of the traditional way, does it make you 
more like well, well the gel bent. thing the gel putting gel in your shoes doesn't mean you leap higher do you know what right I mean? it just like, makes you screw like, up your toes less i guess yeah. yeah and it's not like it's a competition of who can stay on point the longest it's just a matter of like you know when it comes to sports what it has traditionally been is it's Humans playing against humans. <laughs> what do you mean finding traditionally? Out- traditionally, it is human <laughs> v human. Not like yeah. today. Well, I don't know. Yeah, there's all these monkeys, well, we, animals. We did do that one a couple of years ago. We did an episode about should we let a um, really smart gorilla join the NFL? I say yes. <laughs> I say yes because it seems but, fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun to watch. I'll tell you that much. Um, but it traditionally, I mean, you're saying like this new technology and I'm doing it with quotes, like Amanda did it with quotes before this new technology is enhancement drugs, meaning that you're, you're building up your body to a non-human level. Almost you're doing something that's not natural. And I guess if the sports bureau or whatever they are that oversee the sports was like, okay, now sports is going to be whoever has the best drug in their system. And like if people take drugs, that's on them. It's like getting the best motor for your car or whatever. But that's not what it is. It's not an overall accepted thing. So we shouldn't allow some people to do it. Because I think, too, that that made me think like when you specifically brought up the motor for cars and like, oh, yeah, like there's also like a class issue to that, too, of like who can mm. buy drugs like that. And things, because right. um, like one of the reasons I feel like running is such a popular sport everywhere is like you don't need equipment. You could be very poor and be a very good runner because mm. you just run and you just need like a field or a track or whatever and things like that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, if someone starts taking drugs or has access to drugs and it's like this other perfectly good runner does not. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a really good point. That's why I don't think people should wear shoes because depending on <laughs> no shirts and no expensive. shoes. Yeah, and the shirts. Too. What about pants? Will you allow pants? No pants. Everyone's got to bare bone it. Nude sports in the nude. Yes. Okay, well let's go right and say our final answers. But I think these three prudes are all on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> I will say no to drugs. I'm gonna say no. And would to you drugs. tattle? And we should say if we'd tattle or not, or what we would do if we found out. If it was a systemic tattle that was, like, truly systemic, I would never name names, uh, I guess I'll say, if I tattled. Okay. Amanda? Um, uh, no, I would not do the drugs. And, yeah, I think I'd just straight out tattle. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do the drugs and I would I would if I saw it was systematically a problem that most people were doing it I would bring I would bring it up not as like pinpointing who's doing it but that there was a problem within the system. Yeah. Okay. Well. Wow. All of us are going to suck ass at our sports. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Did you play sports? No, Rika? I didn't. Mm. <laughs> what, what'd you, just the punning or would you yeah. have? That's the biggest sport. The only I only ever did like recreationally. I did tennis and then um, I did track like one year. And that is it. Maybe it could have done again. longer if 
someone would have just given the 11 year old me some drugs huge oversight that's right (laughs) that's right okay so should we Uh, get to our dear big ones yeah, okay. I sent it to you. Oh, I see it here. So this is a this is a letter from one of our listeners. Ooh, cool. Okay. Um, hey, ladies, love the show. I'm a chronic snorer, and this has plagued me most of my life. My tonsils and adenoids were removed when I was young, but unfortunately, this didn't fix the problem. Within the last year, multiple people have informed me that I regularly stop breathing in my sleep. Scary. I talked to my daughter and he recommended that a sleep study be done. I went through with it and the study confirmed I have severe sleep apnea. They advised me that I should use a CPAP machine to help me breathe while I sleep. Because the machine costs over $800, the doctor offers a monthly payment plan where they automatically charge your bank account once a month. Insurance won't pay for mine, but I'll spare the boring details. I gave them my debit card info, grabbed my machine, and went on my way. And that's where the dilemma comes in. Just a week or two later, the bank assigned me a new card number for some reason. Because of this, the doctor was never able to charge my account as the bank info they had was no longer valid. Fast forward four months. I still haven't received a phone call or anything in the mail regarding my payments not going through. So, is it my responsibility to reach out to the doctor to rectify this? Or should I just take this as a bit of good luck? I know the quote right answer but i'm currently between jobs so any extra cash is very much appreciated figured i better ask the pros what to do any thoughts thanks and love you both and this is coming in from should i say his name no no because we don't want anyone tracking him down okay and it's not necessarily a man no it's a woman or Um, a man we don't know a man uh wow okay First of all, that's crazy. You have to pay out of pocket for a CPAP machine when you've been diagnosed with severe sleep apnea. So that's just like our healthcare system is really messed up. I have a very strong response to this question. Please. And it is take that shit and run. (laughs) Yeah. I like it's funny because that's almost sounds like I'm a different person than in the last question. But when it comes to like, health insurance companies and stuff like that. I'm like, they're, they're, they're fine. They're taking money from you for so many other things. Take it and run. And like, I I just feel like, I feel like that's such a, a, a a kind hearted thing to even wonder, but (laughs) if you should pay them, Mm. but man, yeah, no, no, I have no. Amanda qualms. calls them the freebies. Yeah, yeah, I, I have it's no one of those freebies. This. Take it. My my only worry about that would be that at some point they're going to get wise and yes. come at you and say, "Oh, you have to pay it right now," and then you're going to be stuck with like an eight hundred dollar bill. Not if it's if it's because it's a payment plan where um where they automatically charge your bank account. So if you, so this person could very well say if they come at them in like three months, go, Oh, I thought it was automatically coming out of my account. I think you plead ignorance. And I think there's nothing wrong with doing that because it is ultimately not your job to keep track of them taking money out of your bank account Mm -hmm. unless they're like taking too much or whatever, but that's on them. That's on their payroll. That's on their, their like accounting department or whatever. Yeah. Wow. And it, so at some point, if they do get wise and come to you, you just you'll just have to start paying. It's you're none the worse. 
Exactly. I don't think they can't like yeah. charge you interest on it or something like that. So like, no, it wasn't your it wasn't your exactly. fault. You didn't know. Yeah. As far as I know, you had no clue. And this email doesn't exist. Yeah, you definitely need to wipe your computer of all evidence. <laughs> and I'll, del- I'll delete this. And uh, well, you probably shouldn't have had it on a podcast. <laughs> I-, I will say this. When it's a mom and pop shop where it's, you know, someone that's, yes. you know, the, the, that's a different thing. But when it comes to and it's not you're not actively stealing. You are you are taking something. It's a miracle. A little miracle fell into your lap. Yeah. Embrace that little miracle. Especially from like. Something is like sort of evil and systemically like wrong in the country, like our healthcare system that just like mm-hmm. will fucking kick you on your ass at a moment's notice anyway. Like the same way you're getting a freebie today, it will fucking punch you in the gut tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, don't get too used to don't get too used to this feeling. Well, it's tomorrow. Do you guys worry about karma when it comes to this kind of stuff? Like I, I don't in my frontal lobes yeah. i don't really believe in karma but i think subconsciously sometimes i do like yes. it's too good to be true i i almost fe- i do believe in that stuff sometimes i've same with you i'm like i logically know it's not true but i do believe like just putting good energy out there will lead other people to like give me good energy in return i view this as the uh as the rewards so like he's receiving the good, they're receiving he she they are receiving the good yeah. karma yeah. they've already yeah. done something right. good <laughs> yeah okay I like when you put it like that I really am on board with just like just enjoy that CPAP yeah get it, it. Yeah, go, to it. go to bed go to bed baby <laughs> you earned it this <laughs> is a blessing from heaven yes. Mm. <laughs> Well, guys, this has been, I think we got to the core of a lot of big issues today. Yeah. I mean, it was tough, honestly, the steroids one. I'd love to hear the perspective of someone who knows anything about sports, <laughs> but um, I still am glad we talked about it. Yes. From three little dweebs. <laughs> three little dweebs are we. So, Reka, where can people find you? And do you have anything coming out or that people can watch? Yeah. Uh, so you can find me at my website, rekashunker.com, and on Twitter at Reka L. Shunker. And uh, I was also in the Between Two Ferns movie, which is on Netflix. And uh, check out all my work on College Humor as well on, on my website. Awesome. Yeah. Heard it here. And you can reach us at the Big Ones Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at the Big Ones Pod. And um, join our Patreon. Rate, review, subscribe. That's it, you guys. Just keep living your lives. Hell yeah. So thanks so much for listening to The Big, Big Ones. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.